What it do, baby? We are back. Welcome back to the channel, and we are here today to preview tomorrow's game action when the Baltimore Ravens take on the Detroit Lions for a for NFL North supremacy. Welcome back. We are streaming live on Facebook. We are streaming live on okay Twitter and YouTube. <laughs> and for my audio listeners out there, appreciate you all for hanging in. Of course, we also have friend of the show, Rodney. What's going on, my man? What's up? I see these dirty ass Seminoles just intentionally injured the Duke quarterback because they losing. That's all right though. This is is this how we start in the show? My man is putting on a soccer level display of this injury. <clears throat> I mean, he grabbed his face mask and yanked him to the ground uh, using the face mask and ripped his helmet off, and somehow my man injured his ankle during that. Uh, I mean, so he's all messed up right now. I mean, if you're firmly planted into the ground. Yeah, these, these things are gonna happen. My favorite thing, anytime you know, we don't like people getting hurt, but my favorite th thing, anytime a quarterback gets hurt, is how quickly the backup jumps up and starts warming up. Like, they are so excited. <laughs> I'm a college freshman, sophomore, I don't have any game action. Of course, I'm gonna be excited to get to <laughs> you know, out there just praying they bring out that cart. <laughs> Let's get a bubble cast, an air cast going. Yeah, no, but uh, Florida State's about to lose. That's not what we're here to talk Those about. Those who don't know. That's not what we're oh, here for, Brian. That's not what we're here for? That's what I'm no. here for. No, we're not. All right, That's what I'm here for. All right, listen. This is a pop-up stream. Luckily, it's not at 3 a.m. in the morning. We decided to do things just a little bit early. Luckily. That's the thing that just happened, right? Like, you didn't you didn't choose that. It's <laughs> the thing that happened to you. YouTube thugs broke into your house in the middle of the night and woke you up. And I was like, yo, you streaming at 15. That's what they did last week. It was like three yeah. in the morning. They was like, "Yo, okay. we need you to shoot right now." I was like, "I'm not." I told you, I was, I was, I was half asleep. I had woken up and I saw a notification that said the road pod is going live, and I was like, "Nah, I must be sleeping. I must be dreaming." <laughs> and I just put my phone down. There's no way. Listen, you're you're not Jay. You don't I'm do not, that. I'm not Jay. But listen, you got to give the people what they want, and that is what we're here for, Brian. Are we here to talk about? Uh, hang with Hendo coming back because that's what the people want. We're here to talk about <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Why you on. might be on this show? <laughs> yeah, you just come in here and bash me the whole time. I'm about to rethink, about to rethink things. You know what I mean? All right, but let's check and see who's in here hanging with us right there. We got my man Brandon by the house. He said first. He said I am Heather. No, sir. We got Danny in the house. What's going on, Danny? Appreciate you dropping by. Yolanda B. She says, what a pleasant surprise. This should be a two-hour stream. If no, not, Yolanda. I don't think that we're going to make it an hour. No. Because I do want to catch the rest of this game to make sure that my team does not lose. MVP Sports is in the house. What's going on, MCT? <laughs> Jared Bears. I don't know why they're doing it, son. They just got it doing. Um, Living Big with Big Reg. What's going on? And I don't know why any of you guys are actually out there listening to Brodney when he speaks. Right, no, Hang with Hendo is not returning. That's right. Yes, it is. It's not returning. Hang on, Hendo is back. <sighs> I mean, I don't, listen. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately, right? Uh, and I've been saying I've been watching like a lot of sports shows to get some kind of ideas, just some inspiration for changes to improve the show. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed with a lot of them is they're mixing in sports and real life, <laughs> or their lives. But of course, they were a lot bigger than I am, so they have that opportunity <laughs> to do those yeah. things. Yeah, you can yeah. do that too. 
Oh no, four for twelve last week. No, nah, you need to sit down, bro. Well, no, it's like the the backups in now. Good. It hurts the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm struggling to get views all right, enough. I don't need any. Uh, I don't know about struggling. I don't know if we need to. I don't know if we need to be playing the victim card here. Uh, <laughs> I think you're you're doing quite well. <laughs> all right, I'm doing. In I'm terms doing of better, views. I'm doing better better than most. Yes. Better than most. I think that I've been spoiled because you know I came into the game and had a meteoric rise. Yes, yes, yes. It was just surprising to everyone, Not including to myself. Okay, what's going on? I wasn't right. surprised at all. I was surprised. What's up, ZDB? <laughs> says, what up, Hendo and Brodney? I'm feeling like a Miami Dolphins game from last year all over again. <sighs> the best our offense will look, but our defense will let us down. I'm not sure about that because, listen, we have the 5-1 Detroit Lions taking on the 4-2 Baltimore Ravens. This is for North Supremacy. Which team will come out on top? Um, this is a game that I've been waiting for for most of the season because, as we've heard, if you listen to other YouTubes, uh, you listen to the networks, they'll sit there and tell you, listen, the Baltimore Ravens have the number two-ranked defense in the NFL. But who have they played? Week one, they played a rookie QB, rookie, co- rookie head coach. They played a battered Joe Burrow and Bengals. They played a decimated and – Pugnant Pittsburgh Steelers team. Around Tannehill. I mean, Gardner Minshew. Don't forget you lost to Gardner Minshew. Cleveland Browns with their backup quarterbacks <laughs> and all of these things. So the question is uh, the Cleveland Browns quarterback just beat the 49ers. So I don't know what you're going He didn't play. Uh, you, Thompson, said, you said DTR. The quarterback. All right. Well, DTR, DTR, the rookie quarterback, the Cleveland uh, Browns game. Yes. And that is Hall of Famer, Carolina Panthers, great PJ Walker. <laughs> Was the one <laughs> as first right. say roughneck rider legend PJ not, Walker? That's was not, the one. not roughneck rider. What is that? I don't know what they are. What is a like roughneck it. rider? A rough rider? What is it? Houston roughnecks. Yeah, that thing. I don't know. I don't watch XFL, CFL. This dude jogging, trying to, trying to see if he can get back in the game. He looks like the most unathletic quarterback I've ever seen. He does. And, it's, and it's fourth down. Like it's it's over, buddy. Good for him. Good for him. They're going to try some boo. But yeah, mm-hmm. so. This is going to be a test for me of the Ravens offense versus mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions defense. The Detroit Lions defense is actually number one against the rush in the NFL from what I've seen. And they kind of make teams one dimensional, I guess, because they're leading so much that the teams have to pass. So maybe that kind of skews the stats a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people are sleeping on Jameson Williams. I keep seeing and reading about uh, Amar Ra St. Brown. Mm-hmm. And Khalif Raymond, and who is the other one? Josh Caliph. Reynolds. Okay, Khalif and Josh Reynolds. Yes, sir. I read about them, but I think they keep forgetting that that Jameson's not on suspension anymore. Do you think that Jameson's going to go off this game? Well, I'll tell you what. I certainly hope so. Okay, because I need some points. I've got some guys out this week. Uh, could really use a boost from the second year gambleholic over there. Uh, I don't know that it's going to happen though. Okay, uh, he, he he's gotten into a couple games so far this year. Mm-hmm. Hasn't made much of an impact. He's probably you know yeah he's probably still getting his legs under him and everything. Um, they are going to be without Marvin Jones and David Montgomery. Uh, so yes. you know Montgomery is kind of the foundation of that offense. And I don't, I think you got to worry more about Jameer Gibbs than you do Jamison Williams, honestly. Mm. Um, now to be fair, Marcus Williams uh, looks like he's going to be out. He so. Is. 
you know, I guess we'll test those Geno Stone theories this week because one thing that Geno isn't, uh, we talk about he make, he takes advantage of, of his opportunities. He's kind of a ball hawk. He's out there making plays. One thing he is not is fast. And if we can say one thing about Jamison that we know for sure is dude is a burner. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see how that goes for you. Um, but you got the more talented running back coming in. You've got their maybe their most talented wide receiver. We'll see. I mean, I'm in Ross St. Brown has been phenomenal. Uh, but ultimately I think that it, I think you're going to force Jared Goff into, into multiple, multiple mistakes and <laughs> they're just not going to have enough. I think Baltimore gets the win. Okay. Cause you know, you've been on this uh, Jared Goff is going to shut down anytime. I'm not saying he's going to shut down. He's playing fine. Look, you know, uh, when he's coached well, and when he's put in a, a positive position, he he can he can play well enough. I don't think he's a he's an overly talented quarterback. I don't think he's one of the greats or anything. Uh, you know, and I, and I think going up against Baltimore's defense without a couple key members of the offense is probably going to hurt. Uh, and and listen, no, I don't believe. Uh, that he's the 40 touchdown to 10 interception guy that he's been, you know, over the last year or so, not, not a full season, mind you, but over the last calendar year. Uh, and I, and I think that, you know, you're going to see cracks in that. And and that's not even a knock on Jared Goff. Everybody has bad games. Everyone, you know, Pat Mahomes will throw multiple interceptions. We saw Josh Allen turn the ball over four times in, in week one. True. You know, so I think he's due for a bad game. And I think that the Ravens secondary and their edge rushers, Kyle Hamilton and Patrick Queen, are going to give it to him. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I see that. Um, I just think for me, this this game legitimizes what the Ravens have been doing all season long. We finally get a top offense in the league, and we won't have any more excuses when we take them out. I think that they can beat them. Yeah, I think that they can. But another thing is Marlon Humphrey. He's this is questionable. He has an illness, so it's up in the air. That's another top flight cornerback that we might not have on his team. Now, looking at this, the uh, Detroit Lions had the number three yards per game offense at 383 yards per game, number four in points per game at 28 points per game. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? What's the problem? What's going on? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I was trying to focus on what you were saying, but then I realized it was fourth and three in this Duke game, and they're at the Florida State three yard, three or four yard line. But they're winning twenty to seventeen, and it's the third quarter, and you have your backup quarterback in. So I'm not sure why you went for it. Right. And then he he threw the ball like a backup quarterback, and they didn't score. And I'm like, why didn't you just kick the field goal? Good for them. All right, they're going up against the Ravens defense that is second in yards per game at 260.8 yards and number four in points per game at 15.2. Now, hmm, with all of the injuries that we've had that we're having in the secondary, it's a bit of a concern. Now, the Ravens do lead the NFL with 20, 24 sacks. They're tied for first place. They have 11 different players with at least one sack apiece. It's like the immovable object meets what is it the unstoppable force yes okay it's like those two going up against one another i'm not for certain i think that the defense will play considerably well but hmm, detroit averages 28 points a game right Mm -hmm. over the last 41 games which is the last two seasons plus the six games this season 41 games the ravens have scored 28 points eight times 
<laughs> just that funny. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't laughing at that. I was. Please continue. I'm, that's, that's not. That's not a good stat. And uh, another stat that's a little bit more alarming to me is Lamar Jackson has not thrown a touchdown pass in consecutive games since last season, weeks eight and nine versus Tampa Bay and New Orleans. If we can't score. Mm-hmm. And we can't run the ball because they are number one in yards per game. And I think they only give up 3.3 yards per rush. It's going to, it's, it's going right to be a wheelhouse for your guys. <laughs> but no, Baltimore is going to be able to score though. Okay. Uh, I think that you are seeing, we, we saw the, the, the O line have their best game of the season, arguably last week, mm-hmm. right? Lamar has been locked in. Lamar has been playing very well. Uh, now, obviously he, he's had some turnovers, uh, you know, he's been hitting the blind side and fumbled the ball. He's kind of been a little nonchalant with the ball when he's scrambling. But as far as throwing the ball, he's been very locked in all season. Yes. Uh, the receivers, yeah, they had their terrible, awful, no good game a couple weeks ago where they dropped anywhere from seven to ten passes, depending on who you ask, uh, and multiple touchdowns. But they performed much better last week, right? Um, the, the only problem with the offense last week was the play calling when they got into the red zone. And I have to believe with that group of professionals, uh, long-time pros over there, tons of experience, definitely thoroughly vetted the offensive coordinator before hiring him. Uh, <laughs> that they, they went to work on that, and they'll have that 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 kind of worked out prior to this this game. Um, but I think the offense is is ready to get rolling now. You think so? Keaton Definitely. Mitchell's out there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think that I, I'm expecting to see less Gus and more Justice Hill this week, honestly. Um, and you know, I, I think that Mark Andrews is due for a big game as well. I think the offense is going to be just fine. Okay. Um, I hope so. I'm not for certain. Like you said, they're having their red zone struggles. They mm-hmm. were one for six in the red zone last week. And one thing that has been an not issue. Not if you count field goals. Count field goals, they were 100%. (laughs) One thing that has been an issue. (laughs) Trying to find a silver lining, man. Like, what do you? Okay, I guess that that would be the silver lining. But one thing that's been a source of contention for me is Mm -hmm. the Ravens decided to decline the buy after the London trip. Will travel be a factor in this game? That's another thing that you have to kind of consider when looking at what's going on. Will they be fatigued? Will they be jet lagged? Will the time zone difference kind of affect them? being that they just got back. You think that's going to be an issue? I think it could be. Uh, honestly, you know, I, I think it was pretty stupid to say no, I don't want to buy. But to be fair, it is somewhat early in the season, right? Uh you prefer to have it a little bit later. But yeah, I mean it could obviously play a factor, but I think that they have the talent to overcome it. I'm not going to say the preparation because we all know how we feel about John Harbaugh over here. But I think that this is a big game against a big-time opponent. Oh, it's incredible saying that about the Detroit Lions. But this is the kind of game that those guys get up for, right? Yeah. You've got a superstar in Lamar Jackson. you got stars in Roquan Smith. you got, you know, I mean, Marlon Humphrey, we'll see if he plays, but he's a, a star-caliber player as well. Uh, though, these are the kind of games that those guys get up for and, and really kind of show their best. And that's what I'm expecting from Baltimore that they just they come out and they put on their best performance when it's needed most. Okay. Okay. I mean, 
you know, uh, Big Ray says it seems like Andrews hasn't gotten in sync, but uh, some are calling for Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kolar to kind of have big games just by the way that the Detroit defense. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't say it with a straight face. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, listen, we have Lamar, so we are capable of winning any game when he plays. And like you said, it all comes down does John Harbaugh have his team ready to play? Now, does John Harbaugh have the tendencies of a Jim Harbaugh? Because it seems like Jim Harbaugh has some kind of scandal going on over there at Michigan every single week. And now we got Spygate going on. <laughs> Apparently he's sending him and it, Marines at that. I, I, I was I was surprised when they said a Marine was why, were you, why were you surprised at that? Because we have nothing but integrity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not joking on that one. I don't know. I, I, I look you gotta send me a script beforehand, man. I don't know where when you're joking or when you're serious, but that struck me fully as a joke. All right. I mean, no, Marines are supposed to have integrity, so I don't know why you would intentionally go uh, and go stop sign stealing. Because I, I think uh, Marines, much like everyone else in the military in this country and in every other country in the history of the world, just do what they're told to do. You may be correct in that one. Yeah. I, can't, I can't take it away. All right, let's... Um... <laughs> that hurt my feelings. All right, I'll, say, I'll say Marines do it better. If that makes you feel any any better, it's factually correct, sir. So there you go. Factually. All right, let's get. <laughs> don't just be tossing jokes into the middle of the stream. I was being serious. You don't want me to laugh. Being serious, sir. I don't understand. All right, let's 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 take a look at some of these stats, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in the all-time series with the Baltimore Ravens and Detroit Lions, <laughs> the Ravens lead the series five to one. They have also won four consecutive games. Last I don't game, really, I don't really that, that those aren't the Lions of today. They are not because I think Jared Goff is what thirteen and four in his last full season over a calendar year. I believe so. Yeah, thirteen and four, about forty-nine hundred yards, twenty-seven touchdowns. Oh, it's more than that, I believe. I think he, I think he has the 40 touchdowns to 10 interceptions since okay. he's, I think, over the last year. I believe uh, it is. Well, that makes things even worse, sir. And the last matchup that we had, the last meeting was in 2021, where the Ravens defeated the Lions 19-17 to on Justin Tucker's NFL record. NFL record, 66-yard field goal. I mean, when I talk about the military, that's another factor in this game. The Detroit Lions have PTSD from seeing that dude because that is the second time that he beat them with a 60-plus yard field goal when they thought that they had the game won. Like, they, they might beat themselves before that game even starts. Yes. Did you see the, uh, that, that clip of that Ray, uh, Lions YouTuber? And he was <laughs> he was streaming during the game, and he was like, man, that was holding. It was holding. I know he's going to make this kick. I know he's going to make this kick. I'm about to break my goddamn TV. Like, he was going. He was mad that he made the kick, and that dude went off. I think it was one of the ones Coach sent us uh, in, the, in the – I didn't see. How you didn't watch? No, I didn't see. All right. All right. So, also, another thing <laughs> Why would I want to look at a stream of somebody else making a bunch of money? Yeah, I got you. Lamar Jackson is 15 and 1 versus the NFC and is 7 and 0 at home. His only loss coming to the NFC came to the lowly, lowly, I hope you're out there first, New York Giants. It's a horrible game. I don't know how that's possible because I keep hearing over and over that he's not actually a good quarterback. He's not. He's not. 
Oh, what's going on, Jose? Thank you for dropping by. Mitchell, what's up? Appreciate you. Uh, he says, Marlon and Marcus need to sit, in my opinion. Our secondary will be fine, plus the offense will dominate tomorrow. That is the hope. That is what we hope. Don't know if it will come to fruition. Um, Marcus is actually out. Marlon, we need him to play. I mean, I'm a Ross St. Brown is a problem. Yes. That dude is a problem. Already uh, this season, the Lions, Jared Goff. Listen, Jared Goff leads the league in 20-yard completions at 70%. So he has the most completions by at least seven, I, I believe. And Amara just – he came off an injury, and he just seemed to not be stopped. That's your guy. You still got him in fantasy? Uh, you know that I do not. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, are you? Yeah. You know who I do have? I do have Keaton Mitchell, who is going to provide a spark to the Ravens offense that they've been missing out of that running back room. Uh, because like, like Justice Hill has a little explosion to him, right? Uh-huh. He, he's got a he's he's got a little bit of that, sure. but he also doesn't have hands, so he drops the ball frequently. Keaton Keaton Mitchell, no, that's what I mean. He drops it, not no, not no, not no, receiving. No. We're not even talking. We're not even talking about the passing game right now. Okay, he okay. just be, he just be dropping the ball. Uh, Keaton Mitchell is going to go out there. He's going to give you even more explosive plays, explosive ability, and he's going to hold on to the ball. Okay. But one left out factor is pass protection, pass blocking. That is something that Justice Hill struggles at. I don't know if Keaton Mitchell. I mean, he's on the smaller side. Do y'all, like, y'all care? Do y'all yes, care about it, pass blocking? I do. I mean, listen, Ronnie Stanley is not. I, I understand that you do. I'm just saying you traded a Pro Bowl right tackle and haven't bothered to replace him. Uh, you didn't have a left guard going into the offseason, and then somehow – Coming into the start of the regular season, you still don't have a left guard. Uh, paid no mind to to John, to Kevin Zeitler falling apart uh, right before your eyes. You see Ronnie Stanley, you know, with, with a big old sign that says "damaged goods," and you're like, "Get on out there, buddy!" And it's just, I don't know. It doesn't seem like y'all care too much. Listen, but you don't put Gus down. You say nothing about Gus. You, 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 you're putting these other gentlemen ahead of him. So in essence, I didn't say putting, nothing about Gus. If you're elevating some, that means you have to put down others. No, no, no. See, you know what? That's that's that that's that Ravens fan mentality. Y'all are projecting that on me. I didn't say a single thing about Gus Edwards. All I said was Justice Hill is going to get more carries this week. Yeah. Listen, Gus is my guy, but. He just, what did I say about Gus? He did, you said you didn't say anything, but we all know. Listen, ever since Gus's injury, he has not been the same back. He gets us tough yards, but just as you said, Justice Hill gives us an explosive element to the game that Gus just doesn't. What is so funny? I think he's been the same back. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. He, I mean, I guess. And and listen, PFF told me Morgan Moses was more than capable. That's true. That's true. At the right type of position. So um, <laughs> let's take a look at the Detroit Lions. And hopefully, you know, they've returned to You the know game. what? Yeah, this is what Jared Goff looks like. You know, he, he's ha- – or not looks like, but he is having such a productive stretch because they actually do care about pass protection and they built one of the best lines in the NFL. Yes, they do. Panay Sewell, I think in his last 535 snaps, has not allowed a sack. Like, they made the right choice when they picked up that dude. But 
Jared Goff has a passer rating of 120.7 on first down for the season, and he's already accumulated 1,618 yards passing at 69.5% completion rate, and he's tossed 11 touchdowns with just three interceptions. So I think Jared Goff has taken his game to another level, and especially like you said earlier, when you incorporate good coaching, as Ravens fans, we don't know too much about that, but when you bring in good coaching, Mm-hmm. It helps a lot because a lot of people thought that Jared Goff was washed. He had his highlight with Sean McVay. They went to a Super Bowl and only scored, what, three points, I believe? And Sean McVay was like, we got to get this kid out of here. I don't care how good he's looked. He's just not helping us win the title. They moved on from him. He went to Detroit. They struggled for a little bit. But what is it, Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. I think he's actually coached him up. And Jared Goff is looking like the franchise quarterback that they thought that he would be when he was drafted number one overall. Yeah, see, that, that's where I kind of disagree. I don't think he has coached him up so much as he's hiding, hiding the flaws, right? Because he's had he's had really good se- he had good seasons in uh, L.A. L.A. He did. You know, with an offensive genius, and then that offensive genius said, "Yo, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I need to, I need to get somebody in here who's going to make this a little easier." And the second that Jared Goff was gone, they won the Super Bowl. The very right? second. The very second. Um, but you know, look, Ben Johnson's doing a great job with him. Jerry Goff's doing a good job in his new situation, and that and that's fantastic. Um, I just don't think that they'll be able, or he'll be able, to hold up uh, that well against Baltimore's defense. Now, like I said, the X factor for me is going to be uh, if they actually get Jameer Gibbs involved, because mm-hmm. um, Baltimore they're a little leaky in run defense. Sure. Uh, and and they, they 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 like to give a big play every every now and then every so often uh, every so often is way more frequently than it should be as well mm-hmm. um, and so if they really get Jameer Gibbs going and even and Jameson Williams you know if he's kind of into form at this point those guys can be very dangerous because I mean Amon Ross St. Brown is is a super talented receiver yeah. uh, he's the best receiver in Detroit he he's been a great receiver for, over the course of his first few years in the NFL. But he's not the not necessarily the I'm going to kill you on one play kind of receiver, you know. Uh, and Jameson Williams is, and Jamir Gibbs kind of you know he looks like he has that kind of ability as well. We haven't seen it yet because he's been hurt the last few weeks and I think underutilized uh, okay. because David Montgomery was there, but Dave Montgomery's out. So I think we're going to see a much bigger dose of Jamir Gibbs in this game than we have uh, up to this point. Yeah, and, and even in his limited action, he has 179 yards on 39 carries, which is 4.6 yards a clip. So I think that if they actually try to run the ball and get him involved, it may cause problems for the Ravens. Now, the issue that I have is, yes, the Ravens are tied for the league lead with 24 sacks, but they have to get their sacks on blitz, blitzes. If you try to blitz Detroit, that leaves one of those wide receivers one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And once again, we said they have a top five offensive line. So if you're not getting home, you're allowing Jared Goff to sit back there and pick this team apart. And if Jameer Gibbs can get going, it may be a long day for the Ravens. Now, Agnes says, the Ravens beat themselves most of the time. Let's hope they don't tomorrow. I mean, if John Harbaugh is the head coach, Mm, you know, you, you never know. You flip a coin, you say, hey, are they going to be prepared to play today? Has he got this team up? Now, I used to say, until Brian and Jose corrected me, I used to say, you know what? John Harbaugh's not a good coach. At least he's a leader of men. 
and they've shown me the error of my ways. John Harbaugh is not the leader of men. He is just a rah-rah coach that stands on the sidelines and looks confused and just doesn't know what the hell is going on. So what happens when we need kind of the coordinators to kind of make in-game adjustments? And I think that's what's been happening throughout the first six games of the season. The Raiders have started each game fast, and in the second half, they've kind of lost it a little bit because the other team made adjustments, whereas the Ravens could not. And when the coordinators aren't making these adjustments, it's up to the head coach, in my opinion, to step in and give some input. But being a special teams coordinator, head coach, his input is a little bit limited. I think it's a. I actually think it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, we used to sit and blame Greg Roman all the time for not making any adjustments, mm-hmm. right? And kind of say the same about Wink Martindale and his famous all-out blitz on any important down. Right. Uh, but they have new coordinators, right? They have new coordinators in both those spots, and it's still the same issue. And for me, if that you know, with that being the case, you have to point at Harbaugh and say he is preventing any kind of adjustments, uh, any kind of halftime adjustments that the coordinators may want to implement. Um, you know, I, I think that they're you know, obviously we don't know, we're not in the locker room or anything like that, but it just seems to me that he's saying, hey, you know what? No, we're gonna play our game. We've got this lead. We're gonna go run, 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 punt. And, uh, you know, the defense and the run game will save us. I'm not going to flip over right now because that looked like the Florida State Seminoles may have scored, and I don't want to see that garbage. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's just the thing that, that the Ravens are going to have to deal with until they grow up and fire John Harbaugh. Uh, but at this point right now, mm-hmm. you know, they've got Lamar Jackson who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Nice. They Even though they haven't played up to their ability, they have upgraded the wide receiver core with Odell. Nelson Aguilar, Zay Flowers, uh, you know the the O line. Like I said I'm hoping that last week was a sign of things to come and them playing better. Uh, but they have one of the more talented defenses in the league, and they're just going to have to rely on that talent to outplay Detroit uh, tomorrow. Yeah. What's going on? Appreciate you for dropping by. He says the Tampa Bay Bucks were in that Detroit game late into the third quarter. I'm not fully impressed yet. Yes, and like I said, with the Ravens supposedly not playing anyone, Detroit hasn't really played anyone. Their schedule has been a tad bit soft. I give them that. So I think this is going to be a test. What? I mean, they beat the Chiefs in the first week. That they did. That they did. I mean, yeah. Chiefs haven't looked that well, though. And that was a game without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. So... And 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 you know they beat the Seahawks. Oh, they lost to the Seahawks the next week, but they 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 did beat the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, you said Hawes is the one that called that called the cover zero. I I would. I mean, I what do what do we, what are we basing that on, Mitchell? Yeah, because I mean, my thing would be, I would be surprised. I don't know if I would be more happy that he called that instead of the defensive coordinator uh-huh. because I don't know why the defensive coordinator would go cover zero. Oh, 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 oh. You, you, was, you was all serious when you thought I was slandering your boy Gus, but now it's jokes, huh, Agnes? All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm better. She's laughing <laughs> at me. She's laughing you don't know at what me. she's laughing at. She's just laughing. You don't know what she's laughing at. All right, all right listen. And like you said, we have Lamar Jackson at the helm, so there is a possibility for us to win this game. Detroit Lions, for the second consecutive week, we face a team that is poor. Come on now. Who's you, la- who's you laughing at now, Hendo? Come I on. I don't know, man. I don't know. Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Listen, Detroit Lions have, have uh, given up 
1,327 yards through the air, which is 221 yards per game. Lamar Jackson is averaging 208 yards per game. Last week, before he played the Tennessee Titans, it was 179 yards per game, I do believe. So once again, playing the poorest defense, I do think that he can turn things around. That's up to his wide receivers to get it done. I know everybody is extremely excited about Odell Beckham because all I saw on Twitter last week was Odell Beckham running the comeback route, and everybody's like, he's back. <laughs> it's like one route, yeah. one route, no Dell is back. <laughs> yes, Daddy. 33 people in the chat. Hit that like button and subscribe for more content. If you like what we're doing, subscribe to the channel. Also, go over to Lunch Break Hot Take where my man Brodney and Jose talk about the Ravens and the most exciting team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers. Live show every Wednesday night at 7:15. <laughs> they are exciting. They are. Man. I mean, listen, listen, but... speaking speaking of the Panthers, one thing, like I said earlier, the Ravens, they get home with the blitz. I do think that we need a one-on-one pass rusher that can actually get home. Now, the Davion Clown is doing his thing. Don't even try to steer this where I know you're trying to take this. All right. You don't need you don't need no one-on-one pass rusher. That's not how y'all do. I told you your pass, your edge rushers are named Kyle Hamilton and Patrick Queen. All right, you get it done with them. Hey, if you want Jeremy Chin, you want to give up a day two pick for Jeremy Chin? They want to buy. Go ahead. Jeremy Chin. He but he's isn't he always injured? No. Is he injured he's, right he's, now? He's he's injured right now because he heard he was going to be traded. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> <laughs> you can't trade me with an injury designation. <laughs> and they're like, watch. Watch. Yeah, the Panthers on a buy identity. So they have some time to recoup and get things together. No, but listen, listen, listen. Listen, you get a first-round pick and whatever else we decide to give up. We get Brian Burns. So that way you can build, you can get something to build for the future. You don't have a first nor a second-round pick next season. Next we season. do have a second-round pick, sir. Oh, do you? My bad. My bad. My it's bad. the following season that we don't have a second-round pick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, Those are my favorite kinds of trades, the kind that come up and bite you years later. <laughs> like, you think you're done, and they're like, nah. Like, we lost DJ Moore this year. Like, man, that hurt. And then you're going to be sitting there in April like, wait a minute. Why aren't the Panthers picking first? Oh, damn it. And then you're like, okay, fine, fine. We got the quarterback. It's all good. And then we're going to be sitting there in April of 2025. Like, what do you mean we don't have a second-round pick? Mm-hmm. So you might as well get this first. Give a guy that you you don't want him. You were offered two first-round picks for him. You turned it down. You said, all right, well, let's play this season out. You don't sign him to an extension. Let him go. It's obvious you guys don't value him. We would value him over here. Okay. Uh, Dan, Houston, uh, Carolina's playing Houston, then the Colts, and then Chicago. So they're about to be three and six. Oh. Calling it now. Houston, then the Colts, and then Chicago. They're about to be three and six. We can hope. We can hope. And then Dallas. I mean, that's a coin flip on whether they're going to be four and six. <laughs> don't, they normally, don't they normally beat Dallas, though? Uh, in the playoffs, they are undefeated against Dallas. Yeah. In the regular season, God damn, Agnes, for real. Do you watch football, Agnes? What's going on? She might not watch. I don't. I know. I know you're not shocked like that. I know that is not the face that you're making right now, Agnes. I know you're trying to hurt me. No, but you can't. Not, we, we're family here, we but don't, you can't we hurt me. We right. don't hurt people. Yeah, they've hurt him enough. I've like seen he, Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> we've seen Jimmy Clausen. Immune. <laughs> I mean, we've had Jimmy Clausen. No, you, you, you. I've seen Jimmy Clausen when 
the team was like, hey, here's your new franchise quarterback. Yeah. Oh, to answer your question, Scratch, yes, he will. They're going to fake some injury where Danny Dimes is out for the season, and they're going to let Tyrod. He looks a lot better under center. But, you know, Tyrod Taylor has, like, the worst luck in the NFL. Every mm. time he gets a starting job, something goes awry. Like, they paid a doctor to puncture his lung. They paid a doctor to puncture anything. To answer your question, Scratch, no, Tyrod will not take Danny Dimes' job because the New York Giants have started a black quarterback exactly twice <laughs> in their existence. And the first time, it got their coach fired. You know what? You're right. Yeah, they won't sell the black quarterback. They'll sign somebody off the street and put him in there. So, ugh. all right. The Detroit Lions have won four straight games by double digits and are three and zero on the road, including a victory at Kansas City. Hmm. And you said that you think the Ravens are going to can be lurking everywhere. Don't... <laughs> can't, say, can't say shit about the Cowboys, man. Like what? <laughs> Caleb, I asked a question. I didn't hate. Like I've the games I've seen, the Cowboys and the Panthers play. The Cowboys have struggled. They play and, down to competition. And I stated the fact that the Carolina Panthers are undefeated against the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. So how's that hating? That's just telling truth. We spit facts over here, son. Straight facts. All right. Let's take a look at some of the key matchups for this upcoming game. <laughs> First matchup is going to be Ronnie Stanley versus Aiden Hutchison. Hutchison like, that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hutchinson leads Detroit with 4.5 sacks, and Ronnie Stanley is not looking like himself. Now, I will agree, Rodney, even though we're sitting here laughing, Ronnie Stanley seems to be a shell of his former self. Um, I don't know if he's not healthy, because if he's not, they need to sit him. Just mm-hmm. putting him out there because we really don't have any other options is going to help. And I think that Aiden Hutchinson, former number two overall pick in the draft, I think he's coming into his own. Like that kid is rushing the passer, stopping the run, getting interceptions, forcing fumbles. Like I think he's going to be a problem. And this has just been consecutive weeks that we have had defensive linemen, linebackers that are just ripping up the game. Hopefully this offensive line can, yeah. can, can do something about it. And listen, they may switch him over to Morgan Moses. Which is not really even better, in either my way. opinion. Either, either way. way, and I mean, like you said, he, he he's really kind of coming to his own. And as soon as he stops wearing that eye black like a dumbass, he's gonna take it to even another level. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be this week though. So you so you should be all right. Uh, but I think they're gonna get the better of that matchup. What's up, Jeremy? Yeah, I think uh, I think Detroit got that hands down. But you know what? There's, I mean, if we if we're talking one on one, Aiden Hutchinson all day every day. But mm-hmm. they might use, you know, hard or record to kind of chip him and help block. Cause that's, that's one thing that they've been doing recently. They've been using the fullback or a tight end to kind of sit back and chip these edge rushers. Who was it that tried to chip TJ? Watt? who was that? Justice Hill. Gotcha. Okay. He, he's still playing, right? And missed everything. Okay. He's still, he's still on the team in, in, in a prominent role. Yeah. Okay. But, but so, I mean, listen, this game, it might be Charlie Cola. <laughs> It's hard to record just to kind of show up both ends. But yeah, I do believe that you're correct. Ronnie Stanley is in for a game. And once again, he needs to sit down if he's not healthy. Second matchup is Kyle Hamilton versus Sam Laporta. I don't know much about Sam Laporta. I do know that he is fourth in the NFL in receptions. And I do believe he's third in the NFL in receiving yards. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be the best matchup because, as you know, I don't think that Kyle Hamilton can really cover. 
Now, I think he can cover second and third tight ends, and that's kind of why. Which is which means he can't cover. Which means he can't cover, which is why I believe that they play him closer to the line. They put him in that hybrid safety linebacker role, and he's good on the blitz. He's good tackling at the line. I'm just not sure how good he is in coverage. Now, <laughs> Patrick Queen got that, though, right? Patrick, he, he's got to have it because for me, once again, I don't dislike the kid. I dislike the pick. If you're taking a guy 14th overall, he should be able to cover. Mm-hmm. And I do believe with Marcus Williams out, he should be our cover safety, being the 14th overall pick, not a seventh-round draft pick. And, listen, Geno Stone's been balling out of control against lesser competition, take nothing away from him. He is tied for the league lead in interceptions with three. What's the face for Brady? We can put Dante Jackson on a plane tonight. I'm saying. It's not that long a flight, bro. But he will be out there for you tomorrow. But he would not be he would not be cleared to play. Sure he would. He's fine. No, no, no. Dante Jackson's not he he ain't hurt. He's good to go, man. Yeah, but I just I don't know. We would have to release somebody. And you know the Ravens love everybody they have. So who would they release? We can't get rid of King King and Drake. Any of any of the 15 corners that don't play and couldn't cover if they did. Any one of them. You mean like Rock Cassine? I told you about Rock. Rock is fine. Uh, Why don't you look at at Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe? Y'all love Pepe, right? You know what? I forgot he was on his team. He's still on IR. He's still on IR. Okay, well, that doesn't work then. Uh, How about, uh, what's his name? Y'all cut cut the boss custom already? I think he got cut. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He got got cut. He got somebody. You got somebody you could cut. Arthur Molette's been bald. We just listen. We just put cut Tyler Wallace. I mean, when the last time you seen that dude? He's on. He's on injured reserve as well. Listen, Kavon Simo just went on injured reserve, so that might uh, be a spot. There you go, right there. Boom. Nah, yeah. listen, <laughs> Robinson. I'll tell you that. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Right, listen, me and Coach will be all for it. Because I'm getting sick and tired of going on Twitter saying, oh, you see him balling out of control? Tavis Robinson ain't doing nothing. He was a waste of that? Just people on Twitter, man. Just Ravens people on Twitter, bro. They's like, oh, you see the technique. You can see he's going to be a good player or something. I hope he is because he plays for the Ravens. But as of right now, they can they can put him they can put him on an inactive list, and we would not miss a beat, yeah. quite honestly. But, yeah, Dante Jackson, if he's not playing well for Carolina, then, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. why would we want him? Because he's better than the corners you have. Wowzers. All right, next matchup is Michael Pierce versus Frank Ragnar. Um, Detroit Center is one of the best in the league. He's a pro bowler. He's a former all-pro. And Michael Pierce has exceeded my expectations because I honestly thought he would be injured by now. Yeah, Detroit got that one too, though. Most definitely. <laughs> It just seems like every game, Michael Pierce seems to get bigger and bigger. It's like he's trying to eat his way out of the league. Or eat his way into his role. Brian Sapper? There you go. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. But once again, I do believe that Detroit has the advantage. So what is that, three for three already? Uh, no, see, no, 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 that's not fair because you only did it from one perspective on on Laporta and, and Hamilton. Yeah, he can't cover Laporta, but if we're talking about Laporta trying to block Kyle Hamilton in his natural role, Kyle Hamilton got that all day. You have a good point. You have a good point. I didn't think about it like that. So we'll, we'll call that one a draw? Sure. So yeah, I was going to give it to Baltimore, but you're a hater, so you can call it a draw. Okay, well, it's 2-1, it's 2-1 Detroit as far as, as, far as key matchups are concerned. 
But I mean, listen, if Laporta's out there catching passes and touchdowns, then. But is he going to catch any passes and touchdowns with Kyle Hamilton planting Jared Goff in the turf? I mean, that, that team has only given up 10 sacks this year, so maybe I'm being a little optimistic, but, you know, whatever. You're being optimistic. You're, you're factually correct. 10 sacks they've given up. And then also, if they see that Kyle Hamilton's a problem, guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to have Laporta sit back and block. They're going to have him go off passes. Well, I mean, you know. So I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm trying to I picked the Ravens and I'm trying to I'm trying to stay on that on that side of things. It's not looking great so far with the matchups that you're picking. <laughs> this is the matchup. <laughs> this is the matchups that Ravens media has picked. So it's uh, not me yeah. personally. And you're right, Jeremy. You lost on one of the Ravens a favorite in this game. Because we're at home, brother. Jeremy's a hater, yeah. <laughs> you are a hater, Jeremy. All right, next matchup is gonna be Marlon Humphrey versus I'm a Ross St. Brown. I like I like Marlon. I like Marlon a lot. Right, but Troy got that one too. <laughs> uh, and here's, here's the thing here's the thing Marlon might not even play, yeah. So if Marlon doesn't play, that's gonna leave Brandon Stevens versus Amarazzi. Well, if it's Brandon. Brandon Stevens, I'm taking Baltimore because Brandon Stevens ain't afraid, he ain't afraid to get his hands dirty <laughs> to, to, to accomplish his assignment. Uh, <laughs> come on, Duke, what you doing? Listen, dude? listen, I know I joke, I know I joke Brandon Stevens a lot, but you are you are 100% correct, Ronnie. Brandon Stevens will stick his nose in there. He'll he'll do his best. And I do think that the given the opportunity that he plays corner and they not safety because he came into the city. Let's go. Let's go. Touchdown. You are so far behind. It's not even funny. I don't know. Did I pause it or something? No, nah, it's live. Man, I'm watching cable. So anyway. You know, like two minutes ago when I said, come on, Duke, what are you doing? I was watching the touchdown. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. But yes. Um. Brian, you're not you're not giving Brandon Stevens the advantage over Amaras St. Brown. I'm not giving any Ravens corner the advantage over Amaras St. Brown. So if if Marlon Humphrey is not in and Brandon Stevens has to shift over to St. Brown, who's gonna stick Jameson Williams? Who's gonna who's gonna cover Jameson Williams anyway? You don't have good corners. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like like coach says every week, it's total team defense in Baltimore. <sighs> Oh, you're right, Jeremy. Coming from the guy that won't give golf any credit. Listen, he's been hating on Jared Goff for a minute. Who? He's, listen, I don't know. Listen, I know I know some people. Where do you rank Jared Goff? We'd have to. Had where, you, to where you rank him? Go ahead. I, I had to, give me, I, give me, I, give me I, a grouping. Top I, five? Is he no, top five? Is he no. top ten? He might be. Is he? Is he at the top half of the top ten or is he at the bottom half maybe of the top ten? It's still top ten. Even no, if no, no. Not if you say, not if you say maybe. If he's if he's even if he's number ten, it's still top ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I give him no. I right now off the top of my head, I give him no worse than thirteenth okay. overall. And right, I, like I said off the top of my head, though, to be in the top half of quarterbacks in the league, how is that hating? Because there aren't that many good quarterbacks in the league. Okay, let's go through it right now. Okay, Tua. Okay, is he better than Tua? No. Is he better than Josh Allen? At protecting the ball, yes. Oh Jesus Christ! Is he better than Josh Allen, Hendo? Yes. You are got you are out your goddamn mind. Yes. You are out of your Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen will give you an extraordinary game, and then he'll oh. give you a four turnover game. Mm, out your goddamn mind. Uh, okay, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say the other two in this division because that's just nonsense. Uh, let's move. Let's move on here. We got Tua. Uh huh. That's one. And is he better than Lamar? No. Is he better than I'm not gonna even bother with Piggy. Is he better than Deshaun Watson? No. 
Yes, kind of yes, yes, oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. 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 Better than Joe Burrow? No. Is he better than Trevor Lawrence? Yes. What? What has Trevor Lawrence done all year? You just long? you just out here. What has Trevor What has Trevor What has Trevor Lawrence right done now. all year long? Let's take a look here. Right. We only got we had three uh, so far. Da, 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 da. Trevor Lawrence so far this year, mm-hmm. uh eight touchdowns, three interceptions, sixteen hundred yards, sixty-seven point four percent completions. Okay. And a five and two record. Okay. So they're on par. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Yes, sir. If you were picking one of them, which one would you take? I'm, p- I'm picking. I'm picking Lawrence because he's younger. Oh, okay. You're picking Lawrence because he's younger. Which one would you pick, Jared Goff or Josh Allen? I'm picking. I'm picking Goff. <laughs> oh, and you wonder why I question Marines' integrity? Wow. Wow. <laughs> CJ Stroud? Yes. CJ Stroud of the one interception? Still, yes. Okay. But I'm not, but I, okay. I maybe would change that answer depending upon if I saw CJ Stroud with a decent offensive line and more weapons, he might be more deadly. Oh, but not, not that he is, you know. No, he's very, very well without those things. He is. And I told okay. y'all before the season, he was going to be rookie of the year. Okay. Okay, because he's got ten touchdowns. All right. Uh, to okay, I'll, I'll give you that. That's four. To, to, to That's ten four. touchdowns, or I'm sorry, nine touchdowns with one interception. All right. They let, they, let a, they let a they let a running back throw one of those. Yeah, uh, so that four. Okay, Pat Mahomes. No. Okay, Justin Herbert. I take golf over Herbert. You are you are. Mm, are you serious right now? I'm not saying he's a better you quarterback. Serious? I'm not saying. No, he's a better what are you, what are we talking about here, Hendo? What are if we you, talking about? If, 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 okay, fine, six, six. Yes, I think Jared Goff is a better Detroit Lion than Justin Herbert. Is that what you're basing this on? Six. What do you mean? I'm basing it on Justin Herbert chokes. All right, but six. I give you that one. Six, six, six. We're six. We're not. We're not going to let that slide. What does Jared Goff do? He hasn't choked in the last seventeen games. What happened when he lost to Seattle a few weeks ago? That's one game. He has one loss. You just said he hasn't choked in the last 17 games, but they they lost a few weeks ago to Seattle, right? How many games did how many games is uh San Diego? Um the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers lost. They lost a few, but that wasn't my argument. My argument is I give you that. That's six. All right, that's six. Uh Jalen Hurts. Seven. Okay. Dak Prescott. No, (laughs) no. Turnover monster? No. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, look, I know the deck is better than him, but I'm not going to argue with that one. <laughs> <clears throat> Jordan Love? No. Okay. Uh, now, here's where this get, it gets interesting. Because okay. all we're talking about right now is is stats, right? Because you're, you're basing this off of their stats and not how good he actually is. Okay. Kirk Cousins? <laughs> no. <laughs> Kirk Cousins? No. I, I do, who, who's been top... Top what? Top five, top seven in the league in stats for the last eight years. I'm going golf, bro. You going golf, huh? Right, get seven. Yeah, you fighting hard for the fourteen touchdowns to four interceptions, sixteen hundred yards. That's pretty good. That's oh yeah, pretty isn't good. it? It is, isn't it? Anyway, give me Justin Jefferson. Let's see what I do. Justin Fields. No. 
Baker Mayfield. No. <laughs> I should skip over this entire division. But uh, Desmond Ritter, Derek Carr, Bryce Young. Nope. Okay. Uh, Brock Purdy. No. No, no, no. You said okay again. What do you? What is your criteria here? Because Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game. Period. He lost. He just lost a game. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, up until that. He hadn't lost the game. Once his oh, no, 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 no. Not once his weapons are gone. Because what do you think Jared Goff going to do without Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison okay. Williams and, right, and Purdy, Sam LaPorta? Purdy, 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 eight. Good Lord. Just, mm. oh, my God. Mm, let's go. Geno Smith? No. Turnover, yo. Turnover, yo. Playoff, yo. Playoff, yo. Because Jared ain't made the playoffs in Detroit, has he? Has he? Has he? Has he? No, Brody. Okay, because Gino has. Okay, because Gino has. Okay, we're Matt Stafford, Super Bowl champion Matt Stafford, who took Jared Goff's team, who took Jared Goff's team and won a Super Bowl. Right now, Matt Stafford. Is that who we're talking about? Right now, Matt Stafford. Okay. No. Okay. And Kyler Murray. <laughs> no. Okay. So with your unbelievably you know biased and no, no, self-serving. No no, no. no, no, no. You're unbelievably biased and self-serving pick, picks. He still ended up just barely clinging on to 10th. So I'm gonna give no, I'm gonna give you any one of your picks to throw in there for extra for nine. So I, we put him at 10. So he's still mm-hmm. top 10 quarter. Yeah, okay. Unless you were being honest, at which point he was about 14. He was not. I said that he was. Mm-hmm. I said he was top fifteen. Anyway. Okay. All right. Okay. Last matchup that will determine this game: Patrick Queen versus Jameer Gibbs. I mean, obviously that's going to Baltimore. That's right going there, to Baltimore because Jameer nice. Gibbs hasn't shown anything yet. But I imagine after this week we'll be saying Jameer Gibbs. Oh, you think so? Because listen, Patrick Queen's been balling out of control, and most people think Patrick Queen has been playing better than Roquan Smith. Yeah. Cool. It's not true. Uh, and like I said, after this week, I think we'll be saying the opposite. I think that yeah. Jameer Gibbs is going to have a good game. Listen, Patrick Queen is, I believe, leading the NFL as the only player with 50 tackles and at least three sacks. I believe that Patrick Queen lost his job to Roquan Smith, and that's the only reason he's performing like that, because first, he has a better player standing next to him. First of all, what we're not going to do, we're not going to have me sitting up here defending Patrick Queen. That's what we're not going to do today. But – Patrick Queen's ball knocked control. Okay. Patrick Queen is listen, this is a contract game. He's trying to get his money. I'm sure he is. And Yuri says Gibbs can't run between the tackles. Okay. I mean, if you if you say so. We don't really know yet. I don't think he's really been given the opportunity. I, I don't know why he hasn't played more. Maybe because he's a rookie and they just don't feel like rookies can do anything. I don't know. But I do think hey, somebody's at the door. Who's at the door? Uh, you, want some, you want food? No. Okay. It's 11 o'clock. My bad. So he says Patrick wasn't this good until Roe, which may be true, but regardless of what the factors were, he still is balling out of control, and he may be right now our defensive MVP. Um, Kyle Hamilton, all hail to him. He had that three-set game. We haven't heard much from him since, except for an ejection. And a lot of people thought Kyle Hamilton was our defensive MVP. Yeah, which is why you shouldn't put a whole lot of stock in what a lot of people think, right? <laughs> facts, facts. So if we look into these key matchups from 
the Baltimore Ravens website, the Detroit Lions held hold the advantage four to one. Four to one. No, oh, he came back and said, he, oh, "Listen, this is this is everybody has kryptonite." And Yuri says, "I think Gibbs can fry Queen in coverage." Listen, there's a lot of people that fry Queen in coverage. That's but, but listen, that's the, and that's not a knock on Queen. Linebackers aren't good in coverage. Fred Warner. Oh uh, yeah, look, he's he's the one guy that you can name. That's the only guy. He's right? the only guy. Only like, one. You know, Luke, Luke Keekley was okay. He was pretty decent in coverage for for a portion of his career, mm-hmm. but. And that man running downfield with Julio Jones. Yeah, you're not covering him, right? Like the linebackers that are out there to be obstacles, right? You, you you want the quarterback to see the wrong color jersey and then think, oh, maybe I can't throw that. Like they ain't covering nobody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, David Montgomery is the number one running back by default. He's not a better player than Jameer Gibbs. I don't think so. Listen, what did they draft Jameer Gibbs? At like number seven? Uh, I was going to say nine. Seven or nine. It was around, around, well, it was top 10. He's a top 10 pick, and they're not even giving him an opportunity to shine. I don't understand what's going on. Hopefully, their coaching staff is inept enough that they don't give him the ball and we win this game. Yeah. And, and, you know, to Jeremy's point that he's making, it's just there's a lot of people who believe uh, that, that, you know, whatever you see in, in terms of the lineup is just the way that it's supposed to be because, hey, that guy earned the spot and he's better. And that is simply not the case. That's right. not how it goes. In, in I mean, it's not how it goes in any industry. And that includes the NFL, right? Yeah, like Christian sure. McCaffrey was sitting on the bench his rookie year behind Jonathan Stewart, right? I mean, obviously he played, but I mean, he wasn't the starting running back in Carolina. Derrick Henry sat for two and a half years yeah. behind DeMarco Murray. Yeah, now, wow. the the first year, okay, DeMarco was still playing well. From, from the start of the second year, he was garbage. And they were like, you know what? We're going to go with the vet because we know him. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, man, listen. When we started this stream, Rodney, yeah. I, was, I was a little down. I'm not even going to lie. It's a little mm-hmm. down. It's like, oh, Florida State's losing. But how the tides have turned. Oh, you got a you got a big win over Duke. First of all, Duke is the 16th rank in the country. Who did mm-hmm. so? So one question that I want to ask before we get out of here: When uh, the University of Miami lost, did they lose to a ranked team or a team uh, that was under 500? I thought that Georgia Tech was ranked at the time. Mm, I think Georgia Tech was under 500 at the time. Uh, I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I'm not, I'm not a Miami fan until they hire a competent coach and start paying their players again. That's not how it works. It is exactly how it works. What you mean it's not how it works? That's that's not you know, listen, that's like I love my hometown team. I love the Baltimore Ravens, but I can't sit here and say, yo, I'm not gonna be a Ravens fan until they fire John Harbaugh. You know, and you know what? You know what? That's exactly why the fuck they don't fire John Harbaugh, right? You know, and and I think you know the NFL does a great job of of, of corralling their fans and browbeating their fans and just say, hey, you have to support no matter what. But no, man, this is entertainment. I'm not supporting shitty entertainment. Give me better entertainment and I'll be back. But if you're going to roll out Jimmy Clausen, you're going to roll out Sam Darnold and, and Baker Mayfield, you're going to try and convince me that I got to watch PJ Walker every week. No, man, I'm just going to put on Netflix. No, you don't have that kind of control over here. Okay. And yes, exactly what y'all should have been saying when it was Chris Redman and Kyle Bowler and all them. And that's what you should be saying now when it's John Harbaugh holding back one of the most dynamic players we've ever seen in, in football. 
You, you shouldn't be in that stadium. You shouldn't be watching on TV. You shouldn't be buying any Ravens merch. Get him up out of there. But, but, you know, a, I, but I like this. But he's a Hall of Fame top five quarterback in the league. I mean, I'm sorry, coach in the league. Yeah. yeah, to, yeah to, some, to, some people, to some people. To some people. When? What year was that? When? when? The one year he won the Super Bowl. Uh, he went, Cool. He, he didn't even have control. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to take that away from him. You won the Super Bowl? Cool, man. Great. You're on top of the world. Shit was 11 years ago. All right. Jeremy wants to know, do you have a college team, Bronny? Not currently. It's Miami. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to speak for me. It's Miami. That's his team. Listen, it is a wonderful weekend. Florida State's about to win this game. I think, did North Carolina lose? Uh, I believe so. I didn't, I didn't North Carolina play. lost. Miami, did they play this week? <laughs> yes, Miami's playing now. Are they losing? No, they were winning last I looked. Hopefully they lose in the bottom of the That's so win. rude, man. That's so rude. Like, why are you like that? And yes. I don't root for your teams to lose. I don't root for your team to lose either. I want the Carolina Panthers to win. And yes, we you win this just fight. said you want Miami to lose. That's my rival team. What do you expect? I expect you to, to support me in, in, in being a Hurricanes fan. <laughs> and they're losing now. Thanks a lot, Hendo. <laughs> Who's losing? Miami. <laughs> losing to Clemson. It's a great day. It is no, a great I want, day. I, I want them to lose every week until they fire Crystal Ball. It was a dumbass hire to begin with. You can't. You, listen, you shouldn't want your team to lose. I want them to lose every goddamn game. Well, you know what? Until they fire Crystal Ball. You know what? I, I take that back. I when Listen, 2018, I didn't want Lamar to come in and win those games. Yeah, because you want Harbaugh gone. Facts. And now look at you in 2023. Running How's it the, feel? Running the same offense, doing How's the same, doing the same dumb stuff. Hey, game hey, after game. let me let me let me tell you a story about not just giving in and tanking when you know your team is shit. Remember last year mm-hmm. when the Carolina Panthers were so bad that they fired their whole staff <laughs> midseason or their head coach midseason. And then Steve Wilkes came in, and everybody's like, oh, let's win for Wilkes. Let's get him the job. Never mind the fact that the owner had already said he wanted an offensive-minded head coach, and there was no chance he was ever hiring Steve Wilkes. And he came out publicly and was like, he's got to do an amazing job for for him to be under consideration. Everybody's like, oh, I'm not rooting for my team to lose. I want them to win. And they went on a winning streak, and then they finished ninth, and they had to give up their number one wide receiver to get Bryce Young. Y'all remember that? Didn't make the goddamn playoffs because they choked against Tampa Bay in the last week. I mean, they didn't have to get the games you were supposed to lose and then get better. Don't root for bad teams to overachieve. They didn't have to give them all that to get the first pick. I'm sure they could have worked out a deal where they did not give them the huh? Scott Fitterer is their GM. I know, I know. Because I mean, looking at it now, even with um, ah, he's on my fantasy team. Who's the cornerback that y'all drafted eighth overall? JC Horn. Horn. You could have took a quarterback in a mate. They could, yeah, they, they could have they could have taken Justin Fields there. They could have taken Rashawn Slater there. They could have taken uh, uh Jalen Waddle there. They could have taken Micah Parsons there. They could have just taken a better corner in Patrick Sertan there. There was a lot of things they could have done, but they didn't because they're a poorly run team. That's why poorly run teams win five or so extra games that they shouldn't win and take yourself out of position to draft the only thing that you need to draft the next year. True. And then they force you to give up a number one receiver, a top 10 pick, a future first, and a future second. Yikes. 
but to get what, that the Bears were never going to use. And you didn't even need to get to one because the Houston Texans didn't even want Bryce Young. True. And the team picking third wasn't drafting a quarterback. This is true as well. But I guess the I guess the prevailing thought would have been let's get this first overall pick before somebody else does. Who? Because again, Houston, who was who was in talks with Chicago to begin with, but wouldn't give up the the, the ridiculous ask that Chicago was, was wanting, sat right at two and got the player they wanted. Right. Um, true. Uh, who? I mean, you might be right. Who would have gone up to get number one? Nobody would have. Nobody, yeah, nobody really needed a quarterback. Nobody wanted Bryce. I mean, and that's not to say that you know because he was a bad prospect, but the Colts wanted Anthony Richardson. Houston wanted CJ Stroud. There was no competition for you getting Bryce. So you didn't need to get to one. Yeah, y'all traded away. Yeah, listen, I, I just think about it a lot. This team could have had Justin Fields. DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. And my thing about the Justin Fields thing, because you know, people will be like, oh, Justin Fields sucks. Cool. Let's say that, that, that him going to Chicago had no impact on that and he just can't play. Right. Like it's not the situation he's in, he just can't play, which I don't think is the case. But if it is the case, then they would have just been bad and they would have been drafting a new quarterback at this point anyway, without having a trade up. This is true. This is facts. Hmm. Uh, Jay Bear says, you think we we can add a wide receiver for the tr- trade deadline? We can. Wrong question there, Jay. <laughs> the question is, <laughs> will we? <laughs> I don't think so. Listen, we've gone against the norm, and we went out and paid Odell Beckham four times his market value just to get him to sign with this team. Four times the market value. Money that could have gone elsewhere. I think the Ravens actually feel like, hey, we did our job. We went and got him. We got Nelson Aguilar, who to me has been the better prospect. I think Nelson Aguilar has done way more for this team at a much discounted price than Odell Beckham Jr. has. So I think they think they, they've done their due diligence for the season, and they're not doing anything else with this offense. Because, listen, for, for the trade deadline, we need an offensive lineman. We need an, I, I think we need another tackle. We need another guard. Um, we need a wide receiver. We need a running back. Like there are a lot of needs, and I don't think that the Ravens are going to do anything. Um, I think I'm gonna do a video. You wanna do a video, B? No. I wanna, okay. I think we're, I'm going to do a video <laughs> on what's left out there and if the Ravens are That's actually be a short ass video, man. Actually going to make a move. And listen, we may pick up some draft capital. We can listen. This may not be a popular opinion, but we can trade Rashad Bateman to the Carolina Panthers. Because I think the Carolina Panthers would take him. Pick up that fourth round pick. Third. What would make you think he's worth a third? (laughs) Respectfully. Uh, At this point, I mean, you'd be lucky if we would just say, hey, we'll swap you. We'll swap Terrace Marshall for him. (laughs) (laughs) I know y'all were into him. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy, do you want to trade for Saquon or draft a running back? Um, Being that this team does not know how to draft, we do not draft well at all so i think we should trade i and i know brownie has a differing opinion of this i don't think we should go for saquon i think this team has enough injured players and of course he is definitely an upgrading talent but i just think we need people that are actually going to be on the field so if tennessee is trying to get rid of derrick henry let him go i wouldn't trade for derrick henry derrick henry's on the downside okay and that's that's right up raven way 
That's right up our alley. An an older an elder statesman, an elder statesman with decline in value that we can give a cheap contract to. But even listen, even at Henry's declining talent, he's still much better than anything we have on his team. Yes. Yes. Oh, you take Marshall? Why? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay. What up? I, I mean, why? Why would you why would you do that? Let me let me let me guess before he puts it in the chat. Contest catches. Listen, Jay had a stream earlier and he said his optimism for TMJ is there was a period in the season last year mm-hmm. where he went off for a little stretch. Which isn't true. But I knew I knew it wasn't, but I let that man have his I let him have I let him have his vision. I don't think that Terrace Marshall listen, Terrace Marshall has catching issues. And injury concerns. So and getting open concerns. Damn. We almost listen, we almost drafted him mm-hmm. instead of Bateman until he said he didn't want to come to Baltimore. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Ugh. My man said, I don't want to go to Baltimore. I need all the help I can get. Hey, <laughs> Vey. Um, all right, listen, we've been in here for an hour and ten minutes. I really thought this was gonna be a 20-minute stream, but you guys were engaged. Appreciate you all for dropping by. Make sure to drop by tomorrow at 8 p.m. as I live stream my reactions to the game. Are you going to be there, Brian? What's up? Tomorrow night stream. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention because I was busy being blown away by uh, the stretch that Terrace Marshall had last year. Uh, where, and I'm assuming this is it because it doesn't really jump out at you. Uh, but he had 87 yards, 53 yards, 43 yards, and then 76 yards. I mean, for him, four games. For him, that's 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 he's doing his thing with one touchdown sprinkled in there. Jay Bass said, Coach Evans said it best Bateman is mentally weak. I believe so. I believe so. All right, Jeremy, we're about to get out of here. Brian, you want to let the people know where they can find you and what you got coming up next? Uh, wait, hold on. He has my name. That's my reason. Okay. Yeah, that's his reason. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> you can find me over on Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, we do a, here, they said they ain't trading them. Uh, we do a live stream every Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed up by the Overtime Show. Uh, you can also find me on Sip to Tally Films on the Ravens Roundup every Monday at 9 p.m., as well as over on Suge Knight 323 at 9.15 p.m. on Tuesday for the Steel Conspiracy podcast. Um, and you should tune in on Wednesday because we got a little little surprise uh, sort of. I don't know. I shouldn't have said that. I don't really want to hype it up because then you're going to be disappointed. But we're going to be changing some things. On Wednesday, maybe change an A thing. I, you know, forget I said anything. Just come by on Wednesday, seven fifteen p.m. Eastern time, uh, over at Lunch Break Hot Take. <laughs> they can't forget it. You said it. It's Ooh. out there. It's out there in the YouTube verse. Out here, I've had right. a couple trade offers, and while we've been live here, ah uh, man, I think I see some trade offers. Well, listen, appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. Listen, if you want to further support the show, oh, no. make sure you go over to patreon.com forward slash R-U-G. Sign up to become a patron where you can... He almost got me. He almost got me. 
I got a trade offer for Zaire Franklin, and I was like, hell yes, I'll give you, I'll take Zaire Franklin for a third round pick. And then I was like, wait a minute, then I have Zaire Franklin, and then I looked, and I was giving the third round pick and giving up <laughs> Zaire Franklin. So I had to hit decline on that real quick. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Messed PayPal? Up. It's oh, messed I'm up with me. Oh, I'm sorry, B. I'm sorry, B. Did, did I get a PayPal? Like, oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, damn well, ain't no PayPal coming through. By listen, like, Jose, Jose sent me a trade, though. This is gonna this is gonna be interesting. Oh yeah, what's the offer? I don't know yet. I'm looking at you the don't, more important. You don't know yet. I'm looking at the more important PayPal. The man said he sent the PayPal. Okay. Okay. Well listen, listen, Baza, you know, hit the pen link. That way we get the animation pop up on the screen. But I got you next time though. Appreciate the donation. Appreciate you for always supporting the show. Oh, listen, with that and my winnings from um Lunch break hot take because <laughs> I seen it win everything over there. I might be able to. Uh... Oh man, I'm sorry, Jose. Uh, I might be able to get Spider Man. My bad, Jose. My bad. My bad, Jose. I, I mean, it just came out, bro. I'm sorry. I was I was surprised because you just don't normally send me offers. <laughs> like you, you got me a shot, but listen. Yes, no, gen no gentleman's league. You're right. I, I've shamed the league. So for that reason, we got to go, y'all. Appreciate y'all for hanging out.